Steven Spielberg's adaptation of Ready Player One was always going to be chock full of cameo appearances and references to our favorite pop culture properties, but wow did we underestimate just how many there would be. We may not have Halliday's keys or an Oasis visor, but we're still going to do our very best to show you just how many Easter eggs there are in this movie. Hello and welcome to another edition of The Substandard, sponsored by Casper Mattresses. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at our podcast and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, leave a review. Gentlemen, how are we? I feel like this is like the NBC production of Jesus Christ Superstar, Sound of Music. We're doing it live. It feels practically live. Live-ish. 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 I mean, we are actually taping on Thursday it morning. It really is Thursday morning. We've joked so many times, you won't believe us maybe, but it is Thursday morning. It really is. Uh, what's some news from today that mm. we could prove? What, yes. How can we prove life? How about um, the giant traffic jam on the 14th Street Bridge? That could be anything. backed everything <laughs> could be. up down to the 495 Springfield Interchange and made me take two hours to get to the office this morning. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Normally, two hours will put you close to the New Jersey state line when you leave D.C., but it yes. took me two hours to get yes. 26 miles this yes. morning. Yes, your colleague, Andy Ferguson, said it took him 50 minutes to go yeah, three miles. A river. 50 minutes. Cry me a river. <laughs> Mr. Well, I'm <laughs> in Arlington with <laughs> great schools and high insane. property values. Here's what's insane. 50 minutes... For three miles. That's insane. Uh, I'll just, my, my proof of life here is uh, yes. last night, Matt Davidson and Zach Gosart, both of who were on my fantasy baseball team, hit home runs. That's that very good. Last you night. know what? Because somebody might wake up and say, wait a minute, that's wrong because I was at that game. No. And it's then they'd my... run out. No. Lies. And find out that it's 70 years later. Wait, I don't, oh, like in Captain America. Yeah, you wow. like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it happened. That movie sucked. <laughs> JVL, how are you? I'm sure it's fine. Oh wow! It's it's just been a rough week. Okay, but you can't comment. You don't. Want uh, to just some some stress at my day job. Mm. I you know I mean most of my income comes from this podcast, but I do have <laughs> another gig that I that I spend a little bit a couple hours a week on, <laughs> and we are rolling out a new CMS plus a new site redesign on Monday morning. What what does CMS stand for? Content are management you kidding? system. Jesus. Don't know about it. You you run a website. He doesn't no, run a website. Not me. <laughs> what does the www stand for in a website? How do I get to the internet? Is IT information or internet technology? Information That's what I want. Technology. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. We can move right along from you to Sunny then. Uh, I am doing well. I am doing oh, well. Good. Uh, yes. I don't really have anything. I don't know. I'm okay. so thrown off because it's yeah. been four days since it the has. weekend. I can't it's remember what happened. I can't remember. remember. Well, I can't remember all the things. I think that there have are reason. Happened. I think there are reasons for that. Uh, the the I'll just say that uh, I find I have caught up on Silicon Valley, which is still the funniest show on TV. Everyone should be watching. Yeah. Even minus T.J. Miller. Even minus T.J. Miller, perhaps especially minus T.J. Miller. Now, uh, not to not to f- wow, yeah. not to fast forward too quickly to what we're going to be, the movie we're talking about. But was that movie um, Ready Player One? When he was the voice, did that? Did he record all that before the scandal or after the scandal? I have no idea. Probably you know, before. Probably, well, probably before. Okay. Well, can, okay. I, can I give you guys some notes on the minute? JVL, please. So I I loved this week's micro. Oh, oh yeah? wait a minute. That's oh yeah. Right. Did you listen to it? Because I forgot that. I forgot you weren't there. I got to experience the show as I think many of our listeners do, which is. You guys were talking about stuff that I have no <laughs> idea about, uh-huh. and having watched the first like two episodes of The Americans and then checked of out season of season one of season one like four or five years because ago. of that incident during it, which I, I think I've spoken to you about offline about the I would say the differing reactions. Oh, and that's to why that scene. that's why you stopped. It, it was uncomfortable. Watching? It was uncomfortable. Yeah, that's what she thought. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, but I have to say, mm-hmm. totally enjoyable, listenable, as, as pod- Lis- listenable, highly listenable? drinkable. Oh um, no, but just a okay, podcast product. I am a consumer of many podcasts. It was very, very good. Well, you know, I, 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 since we're talking about uh, uh, this, and thank you very much, JV. I'm glad you you thought it was good. Um, uh, so did Eric Erickson. Uh, who I saw Eric's he, very nice. he wrote about Eric was very podcasts. Nice. Your podcast sucks. Here's how to make it better. It was in the opening. It was right in the lead 
about listening to us just for the microphone quality, which that his, surprised his, me. His big that tip was it doesn't really matter what you say. You could be any idiots jabbering <laughs> on about anything as long as you have good mics. You had to have, yeah. But this is why we did the secret episode. Because we had bad audio, as our friend Michael Graham was always has taught us, mm-hmm. and, and Eric confirms this. Mm-hmm. Bad audio is bad audio. Oh yeah, the and when we episode, had the, that, that one episode where mm-hmm. the audio went, Mm-mm. that's why we didn't actually release it. Mm-hmm. You we, could have we like only celebrities, on the and if you can't hear them, not, you're not going to yeah. listen to the celebrity. No, it's true. No. Okay, um, I had. Yeah. I thought we might. Have. We did. did. We I think we, we did. did. We put it up. We sort of. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. It was in a hidden menu so that like people could get it if they. It was an Easter egg. It was an Easter egg, so to speak. Speaking of which, but later because. I still have to talk about my time in the last the last week. Oh, J- yeah. uh, JBL, gotta, hold on. Hold on. Nick's got thoughts. I, okay, and I know we're supposed to go, and, and Eric Erickson talks about how, you know, questions should flow from the last answer to the next one, and so that's constantly Did you retake your blood test? No, but I should, because people have said I'm looking like I've been losing weight. And you're ready to ace it now. I am ready to ace it now. It's no longer you're, 36 now hours. Now triglycerides well, are just I had oatmeal rocking. this morning. Well, I opened, I opened the fridge at, at work, and there was a bucket of lard <laughs> with just a big <laughs> V on it. It could be and somebody else. I assume, it could be I assume, V for very good. I assume Vic is just holding on to that. But next to it, a little bottle of kombucha. <laughs> yes, oh, the exactly. kombucha will oh. clear it out. You need, you need the, That'll you need, make you fine. You need, you need to cook the kombucha in the lard. That's mm-hmm. how you, that's how you oh, tell me, right? Well, what that's you do is you have the lard first, and then the kombucha pushes it through. Okay. I don't even know what kombucha is. It's fermented Korean beverage. And it's like a fermented tea. I don't. Oh, think it's, it's, a, it's, it's a drink. It's, it's not. A drink. It's not it's a, a drink. Food? You haven't seen oh, this. No, no. I don't know. I, all all over the I raw had food it at, at that True Food. I had it at True Kitchen. JBL, I have was. a question. Mm-hmm. Question. Mm-hmm. How often do you think I go into the raw food aisle of literally any store, let alone a Wegmans? <laughs> I don't know how you guys. Not live to be your confused lives. with Frozen section, which is. You're, you're I being, live in the Frozen section. Oh, speaking of Frozen, please. My daughter finally saw Frozen for the first time. Yeah. And has been singing Let It Go and the oh, Snowman song ever since. Yeah. Now, I mean, she'd heard the songs before, like, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of out in the world mm-hmm. or whatever. But, like, it is amazing how quickly they imprinted on her brain. Like, li- we were literally at, like, a play area, you mm-hmm. know, and, like, they had a, a, a rotation of Disney songs on. And Let It Go comes on and she she stops what she's doing after about 30 seconds into the song. Yeah. She's, like, halfway up the, the Jungle Gym monkey bars and looks at me and says... That's the Frozen song. Oh. I was like, yeah, that is. Did that she is like it? Fr- she loves it. Yeah. Loves it. And have then, you watched, had you seen it before? Yeah, I'd seen it before. Yeah. I'd seen it before. Have and you done Moana next also? Oh, we have not. Uh, I have Moana on my Netflix My daughter queue. loves Moana. So I got to say, Moana, maybe greater sign Frozen? Oh. I don't know. I, I think mean, it's yes, generally accepted. Yes, if the you The music have. certainly is. Mm. The music of Moana is better than the music mm. of Frozen, which but is fantastic. Also, but as a product, it might be better. Better. I don't know. It's very close. Yeah. I, mean, I, I view Frozen as but, the greatest you know, animated movie talk, of all time. People you talk think Frozen about, is the greatest mm-hmm. animated movie of all time? Yes. But people you talk just about this, the backlash. Wait, 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 wait. There's a backlash. First off, it, that's insane. That's not. It's not even the best Disney. It's not even like a top five Disney film. Right. It's not even a the top, Jungle Book. It's not even a top five modern Disney film. What? <laughs> Roger Kipling. That's insane. Uh, but also, uh, no, you're just wrong about that in no, every no, in every possible way. You're wrong. It's, it's about bad. That. It's it, well, it's not bad. It's fine. It's good. I like it. But it's it's definitely. I mean, like Beauty and the Beast and <laughs> The Lion King and Aladdin. Oh come! Have and you Pocahontas seen Aladdin recently? <laughs> Mulan. And Mulan. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. Okay. And The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I would put all of those ahead of Frozen. ahead of there. Yeah. You know, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. They used computers for the backgrounds. <laughs> Whoa. And that, you know what else was better? That was what the trailer was. I don't know if you remember this, mm-hmm. but the trailer, that movie is such a dog that the trailer for it was with new special process of computer generated background. Didn't they do that for Beauty and the Beast as well? Mm. I believe so, Which but they one? didn't oh, they but, make a big deal of it but, because they movie, thought they had a good movie. And that movie also got a Best Picture nomination. Mm. The movie you know is why? better. You know why? Because the Academy loves show tunes. Beauty, it's a Broadway is, show. What is, Beauty what is Frozen? But a show. series of Broadway songs. It is literally on Broadway now, it's li- and it's literally on Broadway now. <laughs> the but they well, are not show tunes songs, mm. as all of the numbers. Let it in go Beauty is and a the show tunes. No, let it go is a pop song. The let best, it go is not a show tune. B- I'm sorry. Raise your hand here <laughs> if you've starred in stage musicals before. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I. Well. Yes. We all have. We all have. Uh, I was in the King and I, and Sonny was in Oliver. 
Oh, that's true. <laughs> I was an Oliver as a child. Episode 17. Um, <laughs> JVL, what was that awful movie that Matt Damon did, Animated Planet, and people got fired for this movie? I think it was on Fox. Oh, oh Titan AE. Titan AE, yeah. yes. Oh, that was goodness. Fox. That was right. Mm. People lost their heads over that, that one. was peak animation. Is. Now, question for you. Peak CGI. Question, Did have your daughter, your daughters, because they're older uh, than, than Sonny's, and certainly my daughter is, uh, have they gone through the Frozen backlash where they hate Frozen? My daughter, <laughs> no. she viscerally hates Frozen. Really? Like, oh, she can't even do I said, you made us sit through all of this, listen to it how many times in the car, at home, do the whole thing, and now you don't even want to talk about it. My girls will still put their Elsa costumes on, uh, I would say, once every two weeks. Like, just, you know, it's uh, a Saturday morning, somebody, they come somebody, down somebody in the morning on Twitter and they're mentioned this about, Somebody else on Twitter mentioned this about how their daughters now, who used to love Frozen now are very anti-Frozen. And I don't know why this is happening, but it's happening. Have they, did, is, is Sabrina just a Team Moana now? She loves Team, yeah, definitely Team Moana. Okay. You know? Um, also, by the way, in a previous episode, you talked about your kids saying Dilly Dilly, right? Just Cody. Dilly okay, dilly. Yeah. It's in our it, it's in the kids' school. At, at it's everywhere. School. It's everywhere now. One of the great advertising catchphrases. Yeah. Uh, did you see the masters? Yeah, thing? the masters the dilly is dilly. cracking down. No dilly dilly. No dilly dilly. No, dilly no dilly. photos during backswings and no dilly dillies. No fun of any kind. <laughs> no, I. But I'm actually pro this. I'm glad that somebody has finally had the decency to stand up for what is just and good in the world, and that is not screaming dilly dilly like a <laughs> idiot at the top of your lungs. So, <laughs> dilly dilly is pretty. I someday I okay. hope we get a not Greenland, I guess a, the Ringer oral history of the making of dilly dilly, where they go inside yeah, the Hunter well, Bush ad no, team. Absolutely, and absolutely. I, I would like they didn't to expect get. It. I told you uh, our friend over at Anheuser Busch. They said they did not expect that uh, the, the success of it. You know, it's just another thing. They put they pay for ads and stuff all the time. You know, and see what sticks. Dilly dilly of all the things that stuck. Um, Maybe that should be our new catchphrase at the end of the show. Oh, wow. <laughs> What would you think of that, Sonny? Sonny has a great face. If only we still did Facebook Live. Oh, that's true, as we explained. I saw you guys were really into the anti-Facebook Live. Yeah, we mentioned that on the show. Mm, Okay. Well, I had a- because Facebook Live sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't help us. No comment. It doesn't help us. So, uh, I was in New York City last week. New York City? I was. We dropped the kids off uh, during Holy Week with my parents, and we did two nights- just like Jesus would have wanted. Yes! Uh, Holy Wednesday, Holy Just Holy like Thursday. Jesus would have wanted. Friday. Get rid of your family. Yes. Go to- yes. Uh, St. Regis. Uh, the <laughs> Sodom. Two Sodom nights. and Gomorrah. You were in the St. Regis on Good Friday? Well, you know, for part, we had late checkout on Good Friday, so we left at three, you know, and we had, uh, it was so wonderful, we had the butler service. I got Sonny. I thought of you. I got my shoe shine. The Boy, butler comes must in. Be oh, yeah. awesome over at the Washington Free Beacon. <laughs> I said, "Well, wow, we had a lot of points because we don't take I don't hey, take Mike, vacation. Maybe you guys could do some cost <laughs> savings over there." Well, don't <clears> worry. <throat> I'm, I'm first up on the chopping yeah, block. So. Good. Yes. So uh, I had the butler shine my shoes, which was wonderful. Both both pairs. I brought them just to get shine. You brought a second pair. I, brought, just I said, "Could to you get the free yes, shine?" Yes, of course, Mister Manis will shine your shoes. And then uh, was it a good shine? It was a great are, shine. Are you wearing the shoes right now? Uh, what? Yes, this, th- these are. But these are from a week. I'm but refusing a little to bit of a glow. That this shine. Is, that shine holds up well. Yeah, it does. It does. It's look. a Saint Regis shine. And then we had our dinner at Le, uh, Le Den uh, on Good Friday. No, no Wednesday, please. And then on Thursday, uh, we had dinner at Danielle and Danielle Balud. Came over and then we chatted for about fifteen minutes. Who runs Libertadon? Eric Repair. He Eric. was not in town, but Balud was, and he was wonderful. Where'd you eat on Friday? Is it Balud? My mother's house. And we had fish. Hmm? It was Balud. Balud. Is it? Is it do you pronounce the D I'm at the end? Actually, sure. I call him Danielle. Oh, you just <laughs> Dan. But I have to tell you, I have to, I have to, I have to tell you what else I, I did. And that is, I went to get a shave, an actual shave. Ooh. So I, I, I didn't shave for two weeks so I can get some stubble. And this is something that you probably don't, won't do for a very long time. So Although you could do a trim. Yes, you could do a trim. I, but, no, no, well, yeah, but I, I, I would have to like get my whole face. Did you do face. it at the St. Regis? Yes. They, we had these vouchers. It's an interesting thing where... Um, did you like it? Yes, I did. I had this done once before. Did you get the hot towel? Yeah, of course. And the guy was great, Gianni. And I just closed my eyes. He put a hot towel on me. I was so relaxed. I just closed my eyes. And then and then I could f- tell that he squirted like an ointment in my face. 
and it was it soothed. It was soothing. It was kind of like burning, salty. soothing, salty but soothing. Come on now, let's keep this clean. <laughs> and he's rubbing it in with I think his finger it was a fat finger. It was a finger. He's rubbing it in, and uh, he said it was organic. He said it was organic, nutritious. I don't know why would he say it's nutritious. I don't know why. Anyway. <laughs> Just just keep your eyes closed, Mr. Mattis. <laughs> Please, keep your eyes closed. Wait, 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 keep your eyes closed. And so I was talking about how I'm going on this Weird, diet. that ointment came yeah. in a pouch that was a zipper compartment, not like a tube that you screwed on. Because you heard the zipper. <laughs> so so uh, you know what, though? I, I, I was talking to him about my diet. And he says, oh. And I said, so I know I'm trying to avoid all carbs. He goes, oh, believe me, there's no carbs in this. I go, what? He goes, nothing, nothing. I said, so uh, anyway, it was a lovely shave. And I'll tell you what was very humbling is going from the St. Regis to Port Authority and the wonderful stench of urine and then having to having to put my bags in the side of the bus because the bus driver won't open the side of the bus. Question. The hatch? Yes, Sonny. I, I don't understand why you are... T- so... Yes. I don't quite understand the, bus. the logistics of this this visit. Because so of you Jersey. Went, you, went to, you were staying in Jersey for the first couple of days. No, no, no. We dropped our kids off and literally like an hour later we took... The bus from Tom's River up because it's New like eleven dollars to yeah. go from yeah. Central Jersey to New York City. Uh-huh. Yeah, round That's trip. It. That's it. It's so cheap. It's very cheap. And parking at the St. Regis in New York, right, right. I yeah, imagine, I saw, is ninety like, a day, probably something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, I'm not kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah probably yeah, yeah. ninety bucks a day. It is okay, got so, you. Okay, right. and so we just go to the bus station, and and again, it's what. And, and you have those dedicated lanes for buses. It goes right to, yep. once you get out of Lincoln Tunnel, they go right into the bus station. Uh, but there I was. The, well, bus, the buses have Wi-Fi now. It's the, pretty nice. And the, but the bus driver was not like helping with the take, bags. I used to take Bolt bus all the time. Oh, yeah, the like Bolt. Mega bus, yeah. Bolt bus. You know, you know what I like, like to do on that? I buy two seats because they're so cheap. And this way nobody can sit next to me. Smart. Smart. <laughs> wow. Because um, it's like yeah. nine bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. just buy a second seat. Thanks. So, the bus driver is not putting the baggage in. I'm putting it in, and then an old lady asked me to put her baggage in, and then another lady asked for her luggage. Next thing you know, I'm like a porter. <laughs> and, 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 and like, Did I, somebody tip you? I, oh, no, I could. I should have worn a cap, and then like I overthrew one of the bags, and it tumbled to the back of the, you know, the back part of the bus, and a lady looks at me and said, I didn't do that one. I said, and I just kept on doing it. And all I can think of is I just wished I were back at the uh, St. Regis because you know what it was like at the St. Regis? It was like an oasis. Speaking of Oasis. Wow, that is. Ah. <laughs> John Podhoritz, whose transitions oh, on the commentary mm-hmm. podcast have gotten very rocky. Oh, really? Again, just offering mm-hmm. as a, as a mm-hmm. criticism. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. honest feedback. Friendly, friendly criticism. Friendly yeah. feedback mm-hmm. to my, mm-hmm. what is honestly my favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. But his transitions, nothing on you. You like commentary kind. more than the Glop? I do. You know That's why? It's, cause, it's because they're in the same room. Oh yeah, no, it is. No, that's the, fair. The, the, that's the nobody's, thing, nobody's in the car. If Glop, if if we could put those, if we could put Jonah, Rob, and John in the same room, that together would be every that week. W- that would, would be, be unbelievable. A hundred thousand people would listen to that. Show. Yeah, and as it's a, not that I don't like it yeah. as it is. As a wise man, as a wise man says, audio is everything. <laughs> well, no, it's just look. We saw this when we mm-hmm. tried to do remotely. It is yeah. just harder when you're. We not tried. We tried together. to do one Skype show. When We've I done was two. In. We did you and and then we did me from home. Oh, that's once. right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's. I mean, look. If you have to do it, you have to do it. But okay. it's better when we're all together. Well, speaking of Oasis, that was a hell of a transition. Like that. Thank you. I'm glad we stepped all over. Speaking it. of Oasis, uh, what's your favorite Oasis song, Sonny? Quick. Uh, <laughs> slide away. Oh, okay. <laughs> JVL. You know, I was going to say I. I was actually going to tweet about this just to pick a fight yes. with uh, with Adam White with Adam White. I just had my oh, did he have a- my phone on you know random play right last night as I was driving home, and uh, the Ryan Adams cover of Wonderwall came on. Oh yeah! Oh, I heard it. It's terrible. Don't I don't, don't like do it. it. Why don't is he do so it, cranky? JVL. He keep, he keep can't that, even. He doesn't hit the high cut. notes. Better sh- than no, the not. Oasis original. You know I was not willing even to. close. I was willing to. It just sounds like he's got so you know, much. It sounds like he's constipated. So much man. It sounds like it's haunting. Well, it's haunting. Is it's haunting? All right. Beautiful. It's haunting. It is. He's not hitting the high notes for some reason. I don't know why he's. I don't know why he's not hitting the high notes. And I thought, hi Jeff, he could do better. Hi, Adam White. <laughs> okay. Ready Player One took the top spot at the box office with $41 million over the weekend, followed by Tyler Perry's Acrimony with $17 million. And Did you guys see that? Yes. <laughs> yes. We're talking about that, right? Yeah, that's, that's what, what we're, we're talking, talking about, about today? Tyler Perry's uh, oeuvre. Yes. And, then, and in third place, still, Black Panther 
which clawed its way, clawed its way to third <laughs> place, sorry, with 11 million. By the way, I just heard in the news, um, you know, because the uh, the crown prince, uh, uh, Salman, yes, is here, and he was with the folks in Hollywood, and mm-hmm. they all wanted to meet. I just heard on the news that Black Panther is going to be the first movie that they're going to be airing there. Good. Oh, that's interesting. Good. Of all I things. hope it makes a lot yeah, of money. Interesting. I was going to say uh, Zero Dark Thirty, but I guess they wouldn't want to do that one. Bree, can I do a five-second digression Please. on Tyler Perry? Sure. Please. You could mount a case that he is the most bankable movie star yes. in in America. If you are working in a certain price range, yes. If you're, if you're looking for a movie that will gross... Well, I mean, as a return, movie? as ROI, if you are looking to invest money in a movie, yes, he makes I, cheap movies and they, they do decent. They do, they do decent, very, business. very well. I, it is. I, I am sort of those numbers. Tyler are, Perry's movies are not for me. Yeah, I'm yeah. not the target audience of them. But just as a thing, it has always bothered me that he does not get wider recognition for the amazing achievement which he has, as it, which is his career. There, sorry. Yes, big no, fan. No, no, I agree. I agree. So, but you're you're not a big fan. You're a big fan of his mm. like. Work. Uh, the idea of Tyler Perry. Yeah. The movies are not good. I don't know that. I do. They're <laughs> not good. I mean, they're Are just you not... the target audience? But, no, but, 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 but that doesn't, that doesn't, that, that's like saying, you know, uh, just because I'm not a child that I shouldn't be able to judge the talking dog show movie that's coming out starring Job. Job Bluth. Have you seen any ads for that? Have you seen the previews for this movie? No. So. I'm not going to get into it, but the only reason I think that I didn't tear a wrinkle in time apart totally <laughs> in my review of it is because the previews for a wrinkle, the previews ahead of a wrinkle in time, were a series of films that was one was it was literally just miscongeniality, but uh, Sandra Bullock is a dog, and it's in a dog show. Oh, not there's the like an undercover. But they're like, doing a heist. Right, they're doing they're doing no, but it's like a, a undercover <laughs> FBI dog goes uh, into. What? Oh, a dog on. show, oh, come and on. Joe Bluth has to like figure out who is committing crimes or something. I I was just like, really? this is offensive to me on any number of levels. Yeah. And there was also a movie called Sherlock Gnomes. Yes, it, I it, think it, that it, did pretty well. It, didn't it, it? Sherlock, it made money. No, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Gnomes. I think that did okay. Yeah. So I'm just saying that like the idea that I can't judge these films as being good or bad mm-hmm. because they're aimed at children mm-hmm. is is the same thing. I can say like Tyler Perry's movies may not be marketed to me, but they're that doesn't mean they're good just because they're successful. A lot, okay. of, su- lot of successful movies. You want to take movies. that line. A lot of successful I'm movies are shit. Doing that. I'm not comfortable doing that. <laughs> so who saw Ready Player One here? Sonny, you saw it. Yes, I saw it. I saw it, JVL. I want you guys to know. Uh-huh. Yay! Hey. This has been an incredibly stressful week for me at work, mm-hmm. and I have been putting in a lot of hours, and over the last seven days, I think I've averaged four hours of sleep. And last night, instead of going to bed, I took my ass to a 9 p.m. show so that we could have this conversation. Well, it's been a while since you've seen one of the movies that we've had on the, thank on, the you. on the show, right? Thank you. It's been uh, a while since you've I'd like to thank while. Eric Erickson yeah. for shaming yes. JVL into doing this. Ba- basically, <laughs> Eric did shame me into it. Good. Good. So okay. I went. Okay. And man, that new Avengers movie looks fantastic. The funny quips and the high stakes, and they've got all the characters in it. Did you I see, bet it's going to be amazing. Did you see all the CGI? It looks it great. Looks so good. <laughs> I mean, people understand that that's what draws us to these Marvel movies, is it that getting all of the heroes together in the, the same place. Together. I'm saying because yes we to don't all want of this, arcs and We don't want character arcs. We just want to see things that we recognize, and so we can point them and say, oh my God, I can't believe that's that hero from the other movies, but now he's in this movie. Oh! And you know, I feel it, like this is an esoteric critique of Ready Player One. But when you throw them all together, it it, it writes itself. Can I, I one one more side? Did one. anyone else see the movie? Quite possibly. <gasps> Before we get to that, yes, JVL. Since we're in the the world of female superhero movies, because that's like the only thing that matters anymore. Is there, can I finally have my Black Widow movie? Oh, she'd be yeah, great. Yeah, you do. You, it was I'd called Red that. Sparrow. I want my Scarlett Johansson well, Black Widow that. movie because that's that's the movie I want Trust from me. all of this. Red Sparrow is more up your alley. Really? Yeah. Wink. <laughs> we didn't get a Gene review of Red Sparrow, did we? No. Okay. He didn't see it. Okay. But, but did Gene see? Apparently he did. <gasps> Vic, move out of the way. Ah. 
Ready Player One is set in the year 2045. Everyone spends their days at the Oasis, but the Oasis is really a mirage. If I could escape to a virtual world, I'd choose beautiful Mount Airy Lodge in the Poconos, just for the heart-shaped bathtub. But I digress, so let me get back to the future. Everyone's looking for an Easter egg worth half a trillion dollars. I found one the other day. It was just a Cadbury, but it tasted like a million bucks. Parzival is great, but I really loved Artemis. She could handle my floppy disk anytime. <laughs> That's right, folks. I still use a TRS-80. Anyway, Ready Player One will have you virtually on the edge of your seat. At least for one shining moment. I give it four stars. Is that, is that a basketball reference? Yeah, that's it. I it don't was, understand it was why. It was a why was Gene? Gene, come back! Why. I wanted to ask him if his TRS-80 uses the 5.4 inch mm. disc or the 3.5 inch disc. 5.4, please, verbatim. <laughs> verbatim. <laughs> that was like the one. If you had that, a good, if that, you had a good, that's disc, an average was... size floppy disc. All right, <laughs> perfectly average. Um, okay. But my wife says that 3.5 is perfectly fine. Okay. <laughs> size Funny. doesn't. Size, size of your floppy disk doesn't no, matter. It does not matter. It's how much, it's how much information no, no, is well, in because, well, no, the ocean. I, I Hold should, on. What's yes, in, no, no. How does that phrase go? I, I should say that if not a floppy disk, uh, more like a hard diskette. That's what. That was the 3.5. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and that's what makes the difference. Sonny, how about a review? Ready Player One uh, is set about 40 years in the future, something like that. I don't 2045. Know, 20, 2045, 20, 25 years yeah, in the future. Some some amount of time in the future. And in the future, the future sucks, but people escape the future. Uh, it, uh, we should note that the future sucks because uh, they have achieved perfect density, as preached by our current uh, overlords in the in the population density. That's what people movement. want. People the, want people want to people live. People want density. They people, want to live stacked on top of each people other. People want to live in trailers stacked on trailers top of each other. Stacked on top of trailers. The only because reason people live in single family homes is because yeah. urban planners made them yes, do it, and right. they, they're not happy. They, they may built, think they're happy. They built the roads to go to the places where you have yards, and people don't actually want yards. They want trailers yep. stacked on top of each other. I actually uh, agree with it. So, uh, well, I, I, don't I actually like, do I don't want too. yards. I don't. I don't want a yard either. I, but I, I'm, I, I, I want, want a rock garden. I want I want my trailer to be stacked on its side, like a townhouse. Okay. You know, like anyway. Uh, so anyway, uh, Ready Player One, future not great, but people escape from the future into the Oasis, which is a virtual reality play world that is a combination of Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, and also Counter Strike, and you know all the video games from our past, second and life. also Netflix. It's second Life. It's Second Life, kind of, but like a good version of Second Life right. instead of a <laughs> version of Second Life. Uh, and we uh, we we are there through the eyes of Parzival, who's a teen. He's just a regular dude. He's just a kid. He wants to he wants to do his thing, and uh, and he is trying to figure out how to solve uh, Halliday's puzzle. Halliday James mm. Halliday is the guy who created the world. He has died, and in his death, he has uh, instituted a game within the world of the game. Um, and if you solve his puzzles, you inherit the, uh, the, the, I don't know, half trillion dollar fortune, half trillion trillion dollar fortune and total control of the Oasis. Parzival is trying to do this. Uh, in addition to Parzival trying to do this, Nolan Sorrento, who is the head of IOI is trying to do this. IOI is is evil. He's an evil overlord of an evil corporation. And I don't know if you know this, but corporations are bad guys. We don't want the corporations to take over because really what this movie boils down to is a struggle to uh, avoid having to see pop-up ads uh, in the world of the Oasis. Which you don't see. There's no ads. There are no there. ads. That's a good point. You know, and mm-hmm. it's it's like the it the the idea, first off, can we just like well, we'll get to this in a second, I guess. Anyway, it's it's a big action adventure movie. The the I, I think that this movie works better as a movie than it does as a book. And the reason I think this is because as a book, it is a series of uh, references that are just glommed onto the page. It's like the guy walks through it and it's all text. It's like, oh, I saw the I saw the DeLorean from Back to the Future and I saw the Akira motorcycle and I saw, you know, uh, the Battlestar Galactica spaceship. Do you remember that, that puzzle in The Legend of Zelda? Wasn't right. that so cool? Do you remember Do you remember the dungeon in this Atari game from 50 years ago? Do you remember and, you know, Bowser? 
Right. So shot on her. This is where this is. This is Super Mario Brothers. So this is where the whole member berries phenomenon comes from. Really, is this member? I think would say this is like ground zero of of that kind of concept, and uh, and. It, it, it is annoying and aggravating, but the book is actually kind of compulsively readable. I enjoyed reading it. I I've, I found it totally, totally readable, it, even as I hated myself while I was reading it. Like, I was like, this is like reading a Playboy. Like, uh, this is how I feel. Like, I feel like I'm reading dirty, dirty pornography. But you it's, read but Playboy? It, but it, no, but I mean... Just you for know the interviews. I, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. But, like, but, the, but, the, but the movie, I think, works much better because you can turn all of those references into background matter. It is just scene setting. They're costumes. Like there's a there's a scene, for instance, in this movie where uh, the villain, one of the villains who is voiced by T.J. Miller, walks into a big party. It's in a big club, right? And it's in this the Oasis virtual world. And he walks into like a back private room, and there are three uh, women sitting on the couch, and one of them is dressed as Harley Quinn. And I didn't recognize the other two. I don't know who they were, but I, I recognize Harley Quinn. But I could just imagine it being in the book, like. I rock walked into the back room and saw, you know, character A, character B, and character C, Harley Quinn, dressed in her costume from the dark, <laughs> the the asylum, the the asylum night video game from 1994. Like, I, you know, I, well. it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. But in on the screen where it's just there and it exists, it's not obtrusive, and I thought it was fine. Every frame is so densely packed. Johnny Ivy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, it's Rick, Rick McCallum. <laughs> From the... I thought it was Johnny Ivy too. <laughs> you Sorry. know what I'm talking about, right? But yeah, from yeah, yeah. the 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 Star Wars. Right, 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 yeah. This is when this finally comes out on Blu-ray. People will stop people frame will by frame, frame by frame, and you will get whole internet boards where mm-hmm. people are circling. Here's oh it. my God! Did right. you see back here? There is the, the that's Chun Li yeah, from yeah. Street Fighter Two. And of course, but the only way this will work when you post it on YouTube is by saying the ten. Easter egg references you missed. The 10, the ten, the ten 80s ref- video game references you nobody, missed. Mi- nobody, nobody got. I remember right. early on. But which everyone actually got. Yes, exactly. Perfect. I remember this early on really quickly from um, like BuzzFeed or somewhere did a thing about it. Like everyone totally missed this from Back to the Future. And, and, and I'm like, really? Because I remember I watched it in the theater and I've watched it a million times. And it was the Twin Oaks Mall was like uh, One Oaks Mall or whatever it is. And yeah, I got that. You know what I mean? But of course, they you click Got on. Got your click. Got your and click. You can't get it back. You can't uh, take it back. The so, only other so. thing I will say about this is that I think it. I think the movie is a vast improvement upon the book. Uh, insofar as the the book is a is a book about childish obsessions and the ways in which we kind of define ourselves by our we nerds we you know like losers uh, define ourselves by our. Uh, 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 mastery of trivia and nonsense and b- but uh the the movie is very much a movie about middle-aged regrets it's a yes. movie about figuring out where you have gone wrong in life and trying to instruct others that the minutiae that you have kind of spent your life absorbing is not actually important it is important to find a real human connection and um, to go to church and, sorry. and to go to church, I guess. Sorry, so, Sonny. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, that was, no. that was yeah, you should uh, you should put that in a, your next column or something. You should write about if you, this if you post. read if you read about me at the Washington. Uh, I have I have a column at the Washington Post If you want to. Now, uh, before we go further, JVL, I couldn't help but notice that you actually do look very tired. You look like you've yes. had very little sleep. How much sleep? Sh- how much sleep did you? You said you were averaging about four hours a night mm-hmm. for the last week mm-hmm. or so. Um, <clears throat> yeah, sleep is important. How important? Like, did you know, Casper? I love that. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. The experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep service with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. Its breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. Casper now offers two other mattresses, the Wave, which is what Sora Bamari has, and the Essential. The Wave, which Sora Bamari of the Commentary Podcast says is amazing, features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. The Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. All Casper products are designed, developed, and assembled in the United States. Prices are affordable because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you. 
Every Casper mattress is delivered right to your door in a small, how-do-they-do-that-sized box. Plus, there's free shipping and hassle-free returns in the U.S. and Canada. Plus, you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Now, here's a special offer to listeners of The Substandard. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com substandard and using promo code substandard at checkout. That's casper.com substandard. And use promo code substandard for $50 off select mattresses. Terms and conditions may apply. It's a beautiful read, JVL, and you deserve Very it. Very good you read. You deserve it. For all your hard work, you deserve a mattress. Thank you. Mm. Uh, I would love to be able to do a testimonial and tell people exactly how great Casper is. Can I, can I say the, the one thing I love about that is the call-out in the script to the the Arrested Development magicians references do you, do you so if you remember what what ben stiller's character and job's character they call the audience members they call them the how they do dats <laughs> <laughs> oh michael you're such a how they do that that's good that's good sorry i I, uh, I liked ready player one i really did no kidding i loved it of course you did <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna see it again i oh love boy. the references uh i went with my son did they make you happy because you remembered things that were better? Member berries. Uh, my son enjoyed it uh, because, of course, we've, he's been exposed to all of these things already. He's like, hey, that's Beetlejuice. Hey, Chucky. <laughs> he did not know Chucky, and he did not know The Shining. And I said, oh, you're in for a treat. And uh, But he got uh, basically everything, um, everything else. Uh, and the other funny thing is when um, Nolan Sorrento makes him the offer, and say, come work for me, and because of this whole thing, and I'll give you how much, however much. I mean, I see Michael there uh, nodding. Michael he's, would totally take the goes, money. 100%. He goes, I'd take it. I'd work. You know what he said? He said, I'd work for Krennic. That's what he said. I'd work for Krennic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Krennic was right all along. <laughs> uh, and But but it was really interesting, the idea of this. Again, I had not read the book. Uh, I didn't know until this podcast that there was a book on this. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> IOI. Uh, as as like a, a villain, first of all, all the drones, right? Everybody's getting their packages delivered by drones, and that was really interesting. Of course, because this is now we're seeing this happen. Uh, but you know, in terms of you were saying, yo, it's great. You know, there's no ads in the world of the Oasis versus IOI, which is very corporate. Does IOI offer like free two day shipping for IOI Prime members? Is that how it works? I would assume so. Free two hour shipping, but yet. They have to answer to a board of directors. So Sor- Sorrento doesn't like Sorrento, run the whole thing himself. Does He's not answering a, yeah. to stockholders right. and shareholders. Mm-hmm. And Sonny, could you take a read of this where Sorrento is actually the real hero of Ready Player One? I, JBL, is that what you want to do? No, I, I was hoping you would do it. No, I don't. I've got nothing. Oh, you don't? I'm not going to. I'm really? not going to. I just assumed you had that like in your back pocket ready to, to pull out. No. Okay. I mean, I I think the people who wind up in the concentration camps for debtors probably deserve it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> don't get it. Don't get into debt. Virtual debt. Virtual don't, punishment. Don't get, don't get into farming. Don't farming. Don't get or... into debt if you don't want to get your head strapped to a machine where you're forced to lift bricks in the oasis and, and basically cattle prodded. Yes. F- funny that they don't have bots to do that in the oasis. That's very interesting. You actually need human virtual labor to do things. Well, Holiday was very very yeah. good programmer. Yeah. No bots. Uh, I ha- question. Was there not an agreement with Marvel for Marvel superheroes? Are there Marvel superheroes in the book versus the movie, which had none? But there were a ton I of DC. So. There were a ton of DC characters. I believe so. I. The one thing that I found most interesting about this movie was the intellectual property usage permissions. Yes, because or what the was book. It Right, and the, yeah. so the book in the book you can do that. I believe the the way IP laws Everything, are, you yeah. can say Batman, Batman, Batman in a book, and yeah. nobody can. Mm-hmm. Stop. But in a movie, if you want to have a picture of Batman and use Batman's image, that's not fair use. You got to get permission from somebody to do that. And what I would the, the real thing I want I don't want to get a uh, screenshotted with like picture you know arrows pointing out who all the characters are I want a side by side scene comparison where they tell us who are the characters who were not given IP permission to show up in the movie yeah no, that's I what think I care be about most that'd be interesting I would um, it is part of part of me wonders how much of this was Spielberg himself for instance there are no Star Wars yes. references oh, I think. there are verbal references 
Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah, but no, Padawan, no, but you don't no see images. It. Like in the great battle scene, there's no AT-AT. That would be the most obvious vehicle, right. I think, on the field. My question is, does... It, Part of part of my take on this film is that it is Steven Spielberg saying like this is the world we have created and it is not great, and I wonder how much of his. I wish I'd never directed Jaws. I wish I wonder I wonder how much of his kind of regret for that and not wanting to like bring his friend George Lucas into that critique of the world that they have created. Oh, that's There is. I, I just, I don't know. I think there are a lot of interesting, I think this is a much more interesting movie than a lot of people have given it credit for. And I am, uh, I'm curious to hear what you actually think, JVL. JVL. Well, then at the meta level, I think it's interesting. I, so the movie is fine. I, the book, I agree totally, compulsively readable. I, I also agree very much. I thought your, your Washington Post column on this was great and very true. The, the, the theory of the movie is much more interesting than the theory of the book because the movie is, as you said, it's about regret. And that stuff is the, I mean, the best stuff in the movie. Lit- all the best stuff in the movie is the <laughs> stuff with uh, with Mark Rylance and Simon yes. Pegg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, and, and the truth is the movie would have been better to have 15 more minutes of that and 15 fewer minutes of battle. Don't you think? Yes. Or 15 fewer minutes in the real period world. <laughs> well, or, just or tw- the real world 20 yes, minutes shorter yes. if you had just made this movie 20 minutes shorter it yeah. would have been much, much much better in terms of cha- van chasing um, things like that but where mm. the book was superior was as a storytelling construction i mean i would say this is one of the rare movies where spielberg i think did not quite have his arms around storytelling economy which is one of his hallmarks. I mean, so he's great at the one perfect shot stuff. There are most Spielberg movies, whether you find them to be successful or unsuccessful, there are shots in it that are fantastic. I always go back to The Lost World. The Lost World is a disaster of a movie. Yes. But that crane shot of the high grasses with the people going through it and then the velociraptors converging on them from like six different directions, that is Hitchcockian level amazing. And it sticks with you. This, because of, probably because it's, what, 90% of the movie is CGI and takes place in Avatar land. Uh, there's none of that. Mm-hmm. And this speaks to, I don't know if it just speaks to Spielberg's limitations in working within a totally digital context or just to how hard it is doing nothing but digital. Uh, it lacked that. And it also lacked, I thought, again, storytelling economy. There was a lot of wasted motion. It is not often that you come out of a Spielberg movie saying, well, it could have been a half hour shorter. Yeah. No, this is this is a movie that could have used another could have been half hour shorter, fifteen to twenty minutes. Of, I, I think you could, I think you could trim twenty minutes pretty easily. Half hour would put it at an hour fifty minutes. That would be, that would, would be, be short. Would have been just fine. Yeah, hmm. uh, that was great. I you know it was fine. Mark Rylance is great. I, I think wanted he's amazing. Way more Mark Rylance. You know he has eleven movie credits. I he's fifty eight years old yeah. and eleven movie credits. Is that, does that the feeling that I have with, with that is hope. Well, he's a stage actor. Yeah. He's, a, he's considered yeah. the greatest stage actor. Of because I was going to say, where did he come from before Bridge of Spies, right? I don't remember him. And then, and of course, he was great in Dunkirk. I just know yeah. him from Bridge of Spies, Dunkirk. Steady he the line, be, George. So, so far and, as I'm uh, concerned, Ben Mendelsohn and Mark Rylance could be in every single movie ever made. Those I, two guys are so great. I absolutely agree. And I am waiting for somebody to put Ben Mendelsohn in a comedy because... I oh, bet you he can do it. That yeah. would be interesting. I, I bet his comic timing is awesome. I've seen interviews of him uh, after Darkest Hour. He did a very sort of casual interviews with Gary Oldman, and he's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I, I am. But I would say intimidating just because of his type. characters. I'm right. looking for him because it'll right. happen right. sooner or later. He'll and, be and, bored and of and playing the, this character. Well, it was interesting great. in the Darkest Hour because he plays King George, and it's sort of a softer touch to him at the end when he That's befriends um, Churchill. Uh, Question, did either of you watch this movie in 3D? I did not, and I kind of wanted to. I watched it even though the thing barely fit on my head. <laughs> I, I, what I need is what they Were the, had. Were the need, 3D like, glasses psych- broken I, like, when you were Cyclops. done? Well, they, you know, you got to keep them. So, uh, uh, what? What 3D? Where did you go that they let you keep the Regal. glasses? There was oh, no Regal, Regal is a great theater chain. <laughs> I, that's okay, great. Um, and America's so best. it was actually my son who said, you know what, maybe we should, he hates the 3D thing, but he said, maybe we should see it in 3D. I said, you know what, considering that these people are going to experience it in the movie, the Oasis is a, a sort of a 3D thing, obviously, um, we decided to, and you know what, it worked. It worked. You be, liked it? I, I did as a thing because it's the whole experience of being, doing what they're doing. 
right? Uh, but to me, I thought that, and I thought the highlight of the movie was the shining scenes, and I thought that was really amazing to watch because were they using old footage and superimposing? the characters some of, some on there it, or did they recreate well, some the of it was set. definitely old footage but i'm yeah, here's 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 what i'm actually more interested about in the shining scene yes is that again on the meta level like the shining uh stuff is very fascinating because it's so different from how it plays out in the book in the book there's a similar sequence where parzival has to play matthew broderick's character from war games all the way through the movie war ah, games you're kidding me and it's basically you're just mimicking what happens on the screen. Like the the point of the challenge is you know all of the things about war games, of all the movies, war games. This movie is very different. It plays it very differently. It takes the it takes the idea of The Shining, and it takes the setting of The Shining, and it takes some scenes and shots from The Shining. But the whole point of it is that it culminates in a challenge that has nothing to do with The Shining. Yeah, it's not about and, that. And it is it is it is Stephen it is. It is Steven Spielberg directing Stanley Kubrick's arguably greatest movie in a way that desecrates it uh-huh. for the point of driving home how foolish it is to just memorize these things, I think. That's pretty good. I think between yeah. between the way it changes, and I mean, Steven Spielberg has his own Stanley Kubrick thing. I mean, they were friends. He considers him... You know, Spielberg considered Kubrick to be one of the greatest directors, et cetera, et cetera. But like, but the 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 what is happening here on a meta level is far more interesting than what is happening in the film, which turns The Shining into basically a dumb slasher fl- flick. Yes, and The Shining is but definitely this is not. The, no. But this is the problem. I uh, the problem with the movie is that what actually is happening as a narrative construction is not particularly interesting. But I I this is this is what makes it great. Is that it's something that you can keep watching and thinking about and talking about in different ways? Maybe. I, I great is probably too much. Good. I think this is Maybe. a. I think this is a. You're going to call it a top five true, Steven Spielberg movie, aren't no, you? No, 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 no. But I, I do think I think it is a true work of art in in very weird and mm-hmm. in specific ways. I mean, I do think that there is it's a true commentary in very specific ways. I don't know if that okay. makes it a work of art, but yeah, criticism can be art. You know what I noticed at the very end? God, we're getting so precious. We are. At the very end of the movie, by the way, so there are scenes that are real, but, you know, they're not, obviously, because there's the digitized world. And then he enters into uh, James Halliday's, you know, house, you know, which is real. And he asks him, are you, al- are, you act- are you alive or you're dead and the whole thing? But he's dead. But it- it's like, what's happening there? It- because it's, they're interacting. It's, it's like an AI. It's, it's like he has uploaded so his consciousness in to 2045. It's yeah. so advanced because he can anticipate all the answers. I don't know what's happening. He questions. He's able to react. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what the kid You is didn't a- understand the ending of this movie either, ma- did you? It's like a rival. Magical. Again. Oh, <laughs> Nick was confused. <laughs> I don't what? understand what's happening. Why? Mike, I- Mike, what was going on there? What happened to Simon Pegg? Were they friends? They weren't friends. I don't know what happened. Okay. Uh, but I did notice what the kid was playing with. What was the concept? You notice the control the kid had? It was uh, it was ColecoVision. It was a ColecoVision. Yes, it was. Very good. Look, I got the reference. See? And that made me feel good. It made me feel so good that I knew and, it was ColecoVision. And so I that thought, was this, worth the money. Is good movie. That was worth movie good. Was Mo- movie good. Movie good. <laughs> me like picture. Five stars, <laughs> me, Amazon. Me like picture. <laughs> okay. Did we we mm. got into a Twitter fight. Mm-hmm. Or you started a Twitter fight mm-hmm. about Spielberg last that week. That sounds about right. Well, uh, do you no, no. It's comfortably smug was like Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Ste- he so said Steven Spielberg I'd sucks. To, I'd want oh. to talk about this. His argument was basically Steven Spielberg is not a good filmmaker. Hasn't made a good movie in twenty years. I don't know that I can get when on was board. War, with that. When was War of the Worlds? Of course, you can't get on board with that. It's dumb. Minority <laughs> Report came out in two thousand two. Uh, Lincoln is a great movie that came out in two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. War of the Worlds was 2003, I think. The BFG is 2016. It was just two, oh, two years ago. BFG, I don't know about that, but Bridge of Spies Bridge is very good. People, Spies people like that good. a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Post. <laughs> the Post is the great movie about journalism Munich? of our times. Okay. Munich, Munich I love. Like Munich, right? I, I actually love Munich, but catch I know me this if you is... Can. Catch Me If You Can is astonishing. Yeah. I love Catch Me If You That's Can. That's a terrific movie. Yeah. The idea love that, Minority Report. The yeah. idea that, that Steven Spielberg stopped being a creative force after Saving Private Ryan is nonsense. I like I just I I don't I don't I don't approve of it and I won't acknowledge the question. Does Adventure the video game from Atari 2600 figure into the book as prominently? 
I can't remember. Don't, because, I can't remember. I, don't, because I, don't, I never played a, Atari. Atari that was as a your time. whole. Yeah, you didn't have like the 2600. Uh, I remember looking at that game. I said, well, that looks boring. And I did not get, I got combat, air, sea battle, but I did not get adventure. And it's interesting that there was an actual Easter egg in there. No idea. Pitfall, Harry? Yes. Pitfall? Did you play Pitfall? Pitfall. Yep. You know what was great? When Activision in its early stages got involved in the Atari um, world, then they came up with Pitfall, Kaboom, Laser Command. I was really good at that. In fact, I uh, took Missile a picture. Missile Command? No, Laser Command, which is like a poor man's. Because oh. as you know, everything at Atari was a poor man's version of. If, if you got the Atari, you took a picture of the high score, of the high score, and with sent the it in because camera? I believe yes, because I believe you could get no. I had to get the film developed, so it took some time, like a couple weeks, and then I believe I, if I mailed it in, you got a patch. That's that I could so put on my members a, only. There jacket. was a pitfall version of that, and I was over at Chris Chris Worshoven's course, house yes, when yes. Chris got the high score and went and got his mother's Polaroid, and he was the most, and I was. This was, by extension, the most exciting thing that ever happened to me as a kid who's not allowed yeah. to have video games uh, in the home. Yeah, yeah. I just thought this was the coolest thing ever, and I don't know if he ever got his patch. Mm, it's all about I'll the patch that you could put on your members-only jacket. Okay, do we have any further thoughts on Ready Player One? Where, Jamie? Uh, I don't thumbs know. Like, I wanted down. to talk. Go on. Go ahead. I wouldn't see it again, but I'm not mad oh, that I saw it once. Great so what is that? I love the music. Is that a two star? Is that... that sums up. Oh, I was going to say, I thought the music was terrible. Uh, it was, music a, was great. The score, the score oh, was terrible. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't mean the placement of pop songs that you remember fondly. That, that was fabulous. That made me feel good about myself. Yeah, no. This is the Blue extent Monday. to which this movie was just Avatar remixed with Guardians of the Galaxy. Avatar with the aesthetic and, and uh, thematic feel of Guardians of the Galaxy. I found bothersome. Did you? And and also, no, I, didn't. I really didn't like spending time in the real world with those people. People very much. I don't think I I, I could have lost a lot of the stuff that's um, in like the real world. Of like Columbus. the real world, I wanted to see is again the the video reproductions of the things that would happen between the the two mm-hmm. game designers mm-hmm. like though that's the you real go to world the library and they go yeah. through that so i wanted more of that unless oh boy what happened nothing just lose the whole board no no no, no. Yeah. uh the so I, no but and this is another big change from the book to the movie is the the whole anorax almanac yeah. is is not it hasn't it, not, in, not video right is, yeah, you is, read is, it you just read and it and it's just like a list uh, of like things mm-hmm. that he liked I mean, right. is, so this this movie was i believe optioned before the book was published even so before the so spielberg bought uh, the rights to this amazing. before it actually hit shelves wow. and this is a not an incredibly not faithful adaptation no very which is, very different i mean, I mean totally Cal, Cal different has made a lot of changes made a lot mm-hmm. of changes and to made the it a play. different yeah Made it a different story made in it, many ways. Made yeah. it a different and I think better story. Well, I don't know that I agree. As I said, I just I like I. There's just nothing to. There's just nothing to the book. There's nothing there. It's empty. It's like pure. It is. It's, it's empty, pure cotton but candy. it is a. But it is a, an efficient storytelling machine. I. I look. I totally agree that you could have cut again 15, 20 minutes out of this. And I mean, it, it, it drives been, it you from been point better. A to point B in ways that this totally. movie doesn't right. do. It right. explains yeah. everything along the way. Everything makes logical sense yeah. in ways that the movie no, doesn't I, do. I, I, it pays off every little thing in ways that the movie doesn't do. And again, I am surprised <laughs> to be saying this about a Spielberg movie because he is. Whether you like his stuff or not like his stuff, it is rare that you get like Hook where he's not paying off. And I guess this does happen with him every once in a while. And I cut him a lot of slack because the truth is uh, he is a he is not Kubrick. He is a working director who does not spend six years on little polished masterpieces. He's Mm. I mean, he did. He did Minority Report and Catch Me If You Can in the same year. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not Thin Red Line. What's yeah. his name? Right. This well, is, he did yeah, Jurassic yeah, yeah. Park and Schindler's List yeah. in the same year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this Before is this is a guy who's constantly working, and so the, he's happy to have things that aren't maybe as good as he could make them because he wants to keep making other movies, and mm-hmm. I, I admire that. Okay. Spirit of the Week, as you know, this is an early Thursday. And it I'm is sure at this currently point, ten forty-eight. People are, people in, are people normally are normally twelve minutes from now. People are waiting. The show would be debuting. That's right. They're waiting at this moment, and because it was early, we decided to go with uh, a little bit of orange juice and vodka. The vodka screwdriver. The brought to us by where uh, does that come from? Our friends, Double Cross Vodka from Slovakia. And Sunny, earlier I saw 
you had a, a an interesting uh, dilemma, and it's a familiar dilemma, which is you had the vodka. I had the vodka. I had, had the, the orange, orange juice, juice and, and were, I needed to mix them together. I, and, I, said, and I used a pen. I just you had I, to use a pen. And I said, you know, back in the 1930s and 40s, the engineers at Aramco out in Saudi Arabia, uh, they had the same problem. And uh, what they used was their screwdrivers, and hence the screwdriver was born. You can learn more about this in my book, Vodka. Um, Available at Amazon.com. How a colorless, oldest, flavorless spirit conquered America. Uh, and that's, that story is true because it was told to me by my friend John Taffer. Oh. Your Who's friend, he? Your friend John Taffer. Host of Bar Rescue. You you okay. guys. Um, always hanging out together. Yes, you and John. That's me, me and John. Um, uh, in the corrections editions, I have one, which is substandard fan. Robbie Dwyer, son of Captain Bill Dwyer, asks, have you ever played Legend of Zelda? Did you like it? And how good were you at it? I never played Legend of Zelda. That was after my time. JVL. That was not after your time. I didn't play You're it. the same didn't age as me. I had. Did cool. you not have Nintendo? No, never did. Okay, so that's not why you didn't mm. play it. You just didn't play it because you didn't have Nintendo. I'm about a year older. Okay, so no, but I, this is fifth grade is for us. I should have gotten really. Yeah, oh. it came out. In, yeah, it came out in like '83. Mm-hmm. I think it was. You know, there was no 84. Legend of Zelda for ColecoVision. Sonny, you probably were Legend yeah, of Zelda. I played Legend oh, you of Zelda. Did. I played the really? second Zelda game. What was the second Zelda? A Legend of Zelda. Link. Adventures Link. of Link or something. Link I, don't know. I didn't I didn't no, do. No, Link to the Past was a Super Nintendo. I, I, I didn't do. You didn't do sequels. video game sequels? No. No, I did not. I, I'm pure. What about Super Mario, like Mario Brothers 3? Arguably the best video game of all time. Never no. never had it. <laughs> I never played any of them. Three is the best. Of, was that what was Super that Mario Brothers 4? First of all, Super Mario Brothers 3 is 100% that for Super Nintendo? The best Super Mario Brothers game. No, it's for the regular Nintendo. It was the game that they debuted in The Wizard. I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you remember the the Ben Savage movie? Fred Savage movie? Oh. Nope. No. <laughs> no. Okay. With I do glove. remember that that you don't you don't love the glove. Chris and I with the who had the gold version because you could save the Legend of Zelda. That was it was the first video game that you could save. Oh. Which is what the idea was you didn't have to finish yeah. it in one setting. Yeah. You mm-hmm. you just you saved your progress and came back to it. And we we were subscribers, Christopher and I, to Nintendo Power Magazine, which gave us some hints. <laughs> but there was one challenge that we ju- we spent like a month trying, couldn't figure out, and so we so, called the Nintendo Zelda tip line, the one nine hundred number. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Because we were like, is it worth seven dollars to be able to have somebody tell us how to beat this? Because there's no internet or anything. Like otherwise, how are you going to figure out how to beat and this? So you thing? call. So that, we, does somebody actually pick up? Uh, wait, wait, question, a, question. Yeah. Why didn't you just go on YouTube and watch the walkthrough? <laughs> <laughs> and so we paid the money and it told us how to f- do it and we then were able to finish the game. Was it like a human person on the other or was it like an automated thing? No, it was an automated thing. And I believe this was, uh, it, it was the forest where the only way to get out to where you need to go is to go like right three times. Remember there's that one like endless forest mm-hmm. panel? I never played that. I, the, the, what, Anybody who's listening to this show who played that <laughs> will now be saying, "I remember that. This is awesome." And that wait, makes, did you, did you and that makes like, the episode great. Thank you. Wait, did you have to? Did you have to like punch through like a a, a menu? Yeah. So it to, was. It like, was like, yeah, did, did are, the menu, what game are you playing? No, no. So it was. Welcome it, to it was Movie all, Phone. What game are you playing? And it was like, which world? Which screen? Oh, which? Because if you remember. Nintendo Power Magazine had an entire pull-out, uh, fold-out section that was the map of the Legend of Zelda world, because you could map it out like. Never mind. Mm. I always knew you. I liked, give up. I always knew you like gay magazines. <laughs> Game. Game magazines. magazines. Okay, that's all the time we're giving to this episode. Good episode. It Good was. Episode, guys. It was lively. We should do this every Thursday morning. Well, yeah, I've been thinking Sans we should go to micro. a once every two weeks schedule. You know, I, you know how I feel about that. Questions. What are you against? I'm, I'm, it? No, pro. <laughs> he wants to do as few shows as possible. <laughs> I was gonna a quarterly. The public, the public substandard. Okay. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victory to Mattis at Sunny Bunch at JV Last, who's now over ten thousand followers. Yay! I know how much you love Twitter. Please, even if you have to mute him, even if you have to mute him, please follow. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. The look, the JBL look. just gave. I know, Vic. I know. Or Google Play. I, I would be mm. surprised if we do this show <laughs> once every two weeks, or like once every never. It, it just type in Substandard under podcasts. We're there. Leave a review. Tell your friends. 
Until next time. We're over an hour, guys. That's good. good. How did that go over an hour? We had so many good things to talk we about. We had lots it was great. About it. We were all over the place. We're getting to movie season. so We like, are. I'm going to try to go see... Is it Wes movies. Anderson next week, maybe, or something yeah, like should that? We, we should talk about Isle of Dogs. I, you could not pay me. What? Oh, come, oh on. come on. If you if you watch Steve Zissou and uh, and <laughs> Moonlight Mile, not Moonlight Sonata, whatever that one well, is, I don't Moonlight know what, Kingdom, Moonrise Kingdom. I don't know what Kingdom. else there is to talk about. I want you to listen very carefully. I f***ing hate dogs. <sighs> I knew and that, the only thing I hate more than dogs is claymation dogs. Are dog people? I hate you mean them. Talking dogs? You don't want talking no, dogs? No, I mean the people. Who are like, oh. Look at my dog. Look at me. Here's a Twitter of my dog. And look at all my dogs. And aren't dogs cute? Wow. I mean, they're just an animal. CC. They're just another animal. Uh, well, I look. We can't go out tonight because we have to be home to take out the dog. We can't go away for the weekend because we have the dog. Wow. You know what? Have children. You want responsibility? Take responsibility for organic matter that moves around and makes decisions. That <laughs> we're getting, the, we're getting the cut it. We're getting the cut it signal from the window. The, the Steve Hayes is pounding I, on the do window. We have to, do hey, we why have are to we do doing that? Dogs. I well, isn't I'll there another what, big movie coming out next weekend? I don't know. I don't know what's coming out next weekend. JBL, I was planning on doing Wes Anderson. We could do a whole Wes Anderson thing. We don't have to talk about Isle of Dogs. We talk about lots of things. I'm sure it's fine.